episode 180 yodis b with me tonight is john hi john hi brandon how you doing i'm doing well and clarence Swamptown. hi clarence hi brandon thanks for having me on uh so happy to have you back uh is that three weeks in a row that's three that's three that's amazing and we are hoping the brick uh, by brick it's the only way to do it uh, we're hoping Stu joins us momentarily, uh, but we'll see what happens. Let's not beat around the bush, and let's get into the greatest sports team of all times, your 2016 Minnesota Vikings. Unbeatable, unstoppable, nothing's going to stop us now, 4-0. Uh, we're going to start, as we always do, with the Vikings, and I just want to hear if there's any lingering takes from this week that you haven't heard made from others. Is there anything? Or is it just a consensus now that these guys are just amazing? Ho-hum they victory? 4-12. and 4-12 and 12 you got them at. <laughs> I like it. Strong, strong take. It's one of the stronger takes, and I did not expect that whatsoever. Do you ha- Can you show your work at all? Or are you, just, uh, are you still sour at your own 16? No, I'm just trying out? to, I don't know, mix it up. Yeah. They don't suck. Yeah. They're they don't, fine. They don't suck. But they're going <laughs> to... <laughs> that the offense kind of kind of does suck. I mean, is that okay? That's a fine that? thing to say because the offense does kind of suck. Kind of, not kind of. They do suck, right? The offense isn't good. Well, I mean, they scored twenty four points last week, so they don't suck. suck. Uh, but that's well, I don't know, John. They did I, that. I, I think. I think it's fair to say that this has been an unexpectedly good performance from Sam Bradford. And there is a certain amount of trepidation that this could turn around at any time, especially if Bradford's annual injury comes in the first half of Sunday's game and then the whole offense is up the creek without a paddle. It is a very sad thing to know that our only hope right now is Sam Bradford. And not Sam Bradford, like, becoming a superhero. Like, he just needs to be who he is, and that's the best hope that we have of a good offense this year. Because the running game is not going to happen. Sean Hill is not a miracle worker. All of our eggs are in Sam Bradford's basket. Sam Bradford's basket. Yikes. And you really – I I think we've given a lot of credit to Mike Zimmer – and to, I guess it would be Tony Sperano at this point, because we said, well, they started Khalil and Andre Smith. They must be the best guys out there. I mean, we got to trust these guys, but mm-hmm. it doesn't speak well of the offensive line coaching that both of their tackles got hurt and the line got better. That was going to be my question. I'm not exaggerating, or I'm not like seeing things right. Like They are for sure better with those, without those two guys? I, they it seems better. I did. It I'm seems not to be, be the consensus that they've been better. Over this offense, I guess I, I don't know. Yeah. Guys, nobody's, nobody's getting excited about the offense, I don't. I think everybody's getting is. excited. Peter King called Sam Bradford the NFL MVP. Plenty of people well, are getting excited about the Vikings offense. I mean, that is just well, the one example, though. It's Peter King, and he's nuts. I think If you listen to the sports talk radio mm-hmm. stations in this town, they spend... 
far more time exalting the offense. What, I think, what I are think they it is fair to say that Sam, that Sam Bradford might be the NFL MVP through his first three games. <laughs> I think that's fairly I, – I don't think that's ludicrous to say. Yeah, I mean, he's got like one-eighth of the yards as Matt Ryan. This is a live trap. I can see the stick that you've propped up <laughs> under the box. Like, oh. under it. I almost had him. There's a, I almost had him. There's a piping hot Heggies in the middle of the wilderness. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to go What's have a taste. The, hmm, where'd this cardboard box come You know what? I'm not going to worry about it. No, I'll, I'll worry about that after I'm full. Oh, Me and Brandon that. are just sitting there with a string behind a bush. Just <laughs> <waiting> <laughs> a string. Ah, we got him. <laughs> this is going to work. Yeah. No, I uh, I don't think anybody's buying what uh, old Pete King's selling. I'm not sure. I didn't see anything besides Michael's tidbit in his uh, in his post. So I don't know if there was some sort of convoluted reason besides or if was he legitimately well, he saying is. Sam? I mean, he hasn't even played one of the games. There's only been four games. <laughs> it's exactly the kind of thing that Peter King would say. All right, you you have to admit that. Yeah, in, it's just this, he's got to uh, come up with a story. Culture, the NFL culture is a culture of deification of the quarterback, yeah. and so any four and O team, no matter how bad the team is, that's my point. Any four and O team, they're going to be like this quarterback is really leading them to everything, even though. Basically, what the Vikings have is a slightly better version of Trent Dilfer on the Ravens. Is just a guy who I mean, Bradford's main thing that he's done. If you're going to make an argument for him to be MVP, you can not, you can say you can say he hasn't thrown any interceptions yet. That's really the only thing he's done is had he's he hasn't good. put the offense in a hole. He's been fine. I'm not arguing about Sam Bradford. I think he's As like a, whole, a top though, eighteen offense, quarterback. Not, I'm not ready to say he's the MVP, and overall as an entire offense, they're not good. Taken collectively, as an offense, they're not good. They are an he average. Is, hey, by the way, you know who I see in my little window here? It's Rand, it's Randall Stu. Hey, guys. Uh, how's it going? Stu, you sound just um, gorgeous. Thanks. Hey, just checking. Are we still shitting all over the 4-0 Vikings? Or is that <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah, we are in that I'm segment. fulfilling our obligation yep. to the public to just beat the shit out of a team that's over 16 They're going to go 4 and 12. That's how I already established that. <laughs> mainstream media. The lamestream media, again. <laughs> Rocket was begging us just to beat the shit out of them. In a oh, I'm, I'm trying to just pull up the reins, just, just ease back on the throttle, just a hair on the old Pete King. Sam Bradford is the NFL MVP. That's all I'm asking. I'm not saying Sam Bradford, I'm not saying cut him. I'm saying maybe he's not the NFL MVP. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, think that's, I think that's fair. I don't think it's unreasonable. No. He's like 15th in total QBR, and that's about where he belongs. That's fine. He's yeah. doing great. That's really? fine. Good for you, buddy. Good for don't you. Don't cut him. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's being a game manager. He's absolutely being a game manager. Keep paying him for sure. Keep him on the payroll, but let's not go ask each other's Don't start Sean Hill over Sam Bradford. No, that would be a bad idea. No. Yeah, that don't do that. But he's not the NFL MVP. Is there room for to live in that neighborhood? I, I live there. I don't know. I think maybe they're just. He's got to fill the spaces, the column spaces. You got to say something about the Vikings, and that's probably like your 
hot take that's not going to get people completely. He's read. not going to be in Mariotti land if he says that sort of take. It's enough where people are going to be like, oh, okay, cool, cool, good to know. I don't read Pete King. I, I really I don't read his stuff. Never read a word. He's the guy that does like 40,000 words every Monday, right? I mean, he, he didn't yeah, need 25,000 or about. Uh, macro beer, macro brews, and coffee. I don't read. I don't know enough about him for that. But I know that I, uh, long. I'm time. making that joke based on people making jokes about Peter King. <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever read one of his pals. This is third-hand reporting of another yeah. person in the mainstream media. <laughs> He's a colleague of ours. I only He's a know. I only know that Twitter hates him. Sorry, he's got a podcast. We've got oh, a podcast. so he's a he's a he's a colleague and a competitor. Yeah, like a he must be a lot. A lot of women must really like him. <laughs> he yeah. has a podcast. Yeah, well, if yeah. we yeah, we have experience. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't seem like a hot take guy, but I know he's got to he's got to fill some space and and I, I it's probably. I mean. Let's be honest. They're not the most exciting team to discuss right now. Like, just in general. The Vikings? Beyond the 4-0. Like, they're just a good, solid team. If you have to say a lot... I mean, we care a lot about them. We don't have a ton to say besides, like, pretty solid. Yeah. So, yeah, the defense is awesome. Yeah, they're not a glamorous 4-0. No, the defense I mean, is awesome, but they're not, like, yeah, uh, led by Von see, Miller. Like on Tuesday... Um, all the national media talked about after the Monday night game was Odell Beckham. Yeah. They didn't talk about the Vikings more than, you know, Vikings won and what's the latest on ODB three, you know, that's. And, you know, even, even before that, after the Packers game, all the national media talked about was, is Aaron Rodgers falling off? Yep. The only thing that people have been saying about the Vikings is no one's talking about him and Zimmer loves it. There's nothing Mm -hmm. Zimmer loves better than being on the back page. That's mm-hmm. it. That's the the only thing that people and they're right. But uh, you know, I guess King's got to do what he's got to do. Would you say that Zimmer is now the second most popular coach in Vikings history? Has he passed Jerry Burns yet? Hmm. I'm too young to know. Pucci doesn't know. You're too young to remember Jerry Burns. You're older than I am. How can you not remember Jerry Burns? I'm like <laughs> I'm like a couple months older than you are. It's don't you know? Come on, we're the same age. Okay, <laughs> we were all born in the same month of the year, so you're at least a year older. Than <laughs> uh, I'm not old enough to remember like his full. I mean, he got done in what like early '90s, right? Ninety-one. Ninety-one was his last year. Oh, so I was ten when he ended. So yeah, I don't really remember the glory years. How he. Was it the national, the NFC Championship in '87? Was his squad right? Yep. And a couple other playoff uh, runs. Tommy he was Kramer. offensive coordinator in the early days of the Vikings. Okay. People did love him. Yes. Uh, it, man, it was I hard don't... not to love him. They hated Bob Snelker, but they loved Jerry. Burns. Oh, hater. They loved. Yes, they loved Jerry Burns. Hmm, has Zimmer asked him? I I don't think so. I'm going to say no. Yeah, I think he probably just hasn't coached. I'm sure he will because he'll be coached no matter what for a number of more years, and they'll be – so I think eventually he'll probably overtake him would be my guess. But as of now, it's only – you know, he's only had a few seasons, so. I'm pretty sure he's now ahead of uh, Leslie Frazier and Mike Tice. I'm just throwing that out there. (laughs) Probably ahead of those two. Ahead of Chili Dip. 
course. Yeah, I had a, he's ahead of Denny Green for sure because Zimmer hasn't openly speculated about suing the owners and assuming control control of the franchise. Yet. <laughs> just he's just speaking out loud, John. Just writing. Just a book. throwing things out there. I'm not the saying I will do this. No, but if it did happen, he's not even saying it's about the Vikings. It's, he didn't even say the book was nonfiction. It might have been fiction. The Minnesota might have been. Is this about my life? Is it about the Minnesota Nordic historical men figures? The curved horns. Might not even be about the bike. (laughs) Right now, there's some 20-year-old person who's listening to this podcast about Danny Green going, what are they talking about? the hell? A book? uh, He he wrote a book about how he was going to sue the owners and take over the franchise? Yes, young people, that happened. (laughs) He's also in a band. Sunset yeah, music. He was also a drummer in the band. We covered it before, but it was the worst band ever in history. Yeah, the Vikings are the best. <laughs> Better than the rest. It gets me every time. A picture of him hitting the hi hat. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> having the time of his life. Good for him. Uh, anyways. All right, so that's our recap from last week. We don't talk about last week at all, but yeah. Don't uh, play Sean over Sam Bradford, but he's not the NFL. Yeah. They will lose a game this year because they turned the ball over too many times. They will lose a game because the defense has a bad game. It's going to happen. Let's just get ready for it. And if Sam Bradford gets hurt, once again, all bets are off. Might happen this week. Houston's good. I mean, could happen any moment. I mean, their defense is a little banged up, but they got you know Hopkins and uh, the rookie Fuller. He they're decent enough. I mean, mm-hmm. so they're good team. A chance. I well, yeah. I mean, I if I had to pick, I'd pick the Vikings this week. But if they lose, it wouldn't surprise me. Yep. I I I, I would have nightmares of if I'm Sam Bradford about Judavian Clowney ripping me in half. I mean, that would be just you know terrifying to me. I will say that it is worth mentioning that these the, the first four weeks of the season have been enormously fun, though. What is this? The Did I say it was the sixth time in my whole life that they started 4-0? And you did? This is... Yeah. We should... We should... We should try to enjoy this a little bit. Because this doesn't come oh, around really often. It's great. It's just... I mean, the games are tense and you know, fun and defense is fun. It's... It beats the alternative. Mm-hmm. Better than it was like yep. a couple years ago when the Gophers suddenly got a good defense and the other team would have third and 19, and my thought would be, boy, I hope we get an interception and not, boy, <laughs> how are we going to screw this up? Have any of the local To watch Gopher football, and we'll, we'll get to Gopher football, but once again, that sense of broad, anything that can go wrong will go wrong panic is back. It's exactly the same as it always used to be. For a couple of years there on the Jerry Kill, it wasn't there anymore, but that old Glenn Mason-style sense of anything that could go wrong is about to happen. Murphy's Law is the guiding, the animating force behind Gopher football. It's back. Thanks a lot, Tracy Cleese. Good to see it back here. We'll get to I that. Saw, I saw your brother in the Skyway, um, John. Yeah, he said you guys were best friends now. Yeah, I just, you know, he was with a couple of his coworkers. I just shook his hand and said, Glenn Mason. 
person should be. I don't know that his <laughs> I don't know that his coworkers thought that was he was funny. he was actually he told me he was very disappointed because he didn't really see you coming and he had a whole plan to yell something very loudly so the whole skyway <laughs> could, could hear like hey look everyone it's Rainball Sue of the yeah. many popular websites and etc. He had a whole spiel ready to go and then he didn't see you coming and he's disappointed and yeah. I'm not gonna lie he's probably gonna stalk you so that he can make this happen at some point. What a choke artist. He had oh. his moment and oh. blew it. He had his chance. He, he went wide chance. left in the hallway. That's true. Stu will never go in the skyway again. <laughs> oh, that's where the coffee is, so I sort of have to go there. <laughs> so, have you guys been enjoying the uh, the four and L for the fifth for the sixth time in your lifetimes? Has it been? Have you enjoyed the last like four minutes of remembering that this doesn't come around very often? No, not really. Do you want to take not a, as much as I thought I would? Do you want to? When take I a, said it out loud, I thought I'd enjoy it more, but I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. There have been, John, five other times that they went 4-0. Do you want to know how those ones ended? Yeah, I do, actually. Okay. We're going to forget the 70s, just in general. That's what we do yep. on this podcast. 1996 fair. was the first of our lifetimes that they started 4-0. Do you have any memory of this, recollection of this season? 96. They lost. Strangely, in the playoffs that year, I remember that. They this was is a true? this is a Brad Johnson, Leroy Horde, Chris Carter was just becoming good. Was Cod- that the Codre one where they Ishmael. stole that one from the Giants? Is that the one? Nope, that was a different one. Okay. This okay. was they started out four and zero. They ended up nine and seven. Their four and zero was a little bit fluky. They got into the playoffs against Dallas and lost forty to fifteen. They were down thirty yeah. to nothing at the half, which sounds like how did we not remember the, how you know painful this was? But the line was Dallas by ten. Dallas was great that year. I think we all kind of knew with Brad Johnson and Leroy Horde we weren't going to do much. So I have a memory of Amp Lee potentially fumbling a touchdown pass out of the end zone and giving Dallas a touchback. That could that be game. right. Amp Lee was also on the team uh, in nineteen ninety six. So let's. So that's ninety six. That's one of our five. Year two, 1998. No further discussion. Uh, yeah. We don't need to talk about 1998. All right. Let's move, move on, on to the next one, please. 2000. Win four was the uh, Green Bay game. 2000. But no, no further discussion needed in 2000. 41 donuts. Yeah. 2000. Nope. 2003, this was Mike Tice. They started out 6-0. I don't know if you remember this. This was a big year. And they huh. ended up nine and seven and missed the playoffs. Do you guys remember the final play of two thousand three? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was the. Uh, if anybody doesn't remember, a last second sort of pseudo hail mary as time expired against the Cardinals, uh, they caught it and knocked us out of the playoffs. We would have been in the playoffs that. Point. Nate Pool. Nate Pool. Well, they Poole. caught it with Nate Pool about to land seven yards out of bounds. But someone brushed him on the way down. They're like, well, he knocked yeah, him out. Yep. This was a rule that has since been changed and might go down as one of the stupidest football rules ever. Yep. Funny how that referee to judge whether, <laughs> whether a receiver would have come yeah. down inbounds. Just Do you checking, remember who like ended up angle. going to the playoffs because Nate Poole was called in, uh, inbounds, John? Green. The Green Bay was it, Packers. Wasn't it the Green Bay Packers? Green Bay Packers, yes. So nice. it's funny how that works. Yeah. Weird. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Boy. 
That's and, weird how that would. They ended up giving him a parade, Nate Poole, in Green Bay. <laughs> Nate they, Poole oh, did. that's right. I forgot about that. Everybody yeah. takes off, yeah. Oh, I, I won't forget. I'll never forget. In fairness, Nate Poole. Green Bay people should not be allowed in burn America. Down, burn Wisconsin to the ground. In fairness, Nate Poole was the first ballot Hall of Fame wide receiver. So what are you going to do? You know, you throw it in his direction, he's going to catch it. Hoover. Uh, okay, and then um, the the final year was 2009. We will not be discussing this season either. And then this year. So of the five previous, three of them so we can't even we can't even talk about three of them. This usually ends well. <laughs> we oh. knew none of them were going to have a great memory, of course. Um, but four of the five have been, objectively speaking, tragic, tragic ends. Uh, one of them, actually, the best thing possible was this forty to fifteen. Uh, thrashing by Dallas, so we got that to look forward to us. That's the best case scenario if we if we're going to use history to guide our future points of view. That's what's probably going to happen. So I think it's just important for us to keep our head in a swivel and know what's in front of us. Four and twelve, but we do have the MVP on our team, so that's looking all right. Uh, okay, so um, I'm very sorry that I did that segment. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't know why I... <laughs> that was a big mistake. Why, yeah. did, why did we think about that? I don't, I don't know. I don't know why I thought that'd be good radio. Um, so looking forward to this week, as we talked about, playing Houston, six-point favorites. Um, again, seems like easy money on the Vikings. Uh, they've covered most of the games, if not all of them, so far this season. Uh, six points at home. You'd think Osweiler is going to be fighting for his life and may die. Lockdown Hopkins, all good, uh, but you never know. Uh, give me, give me your thoughts. Let me get a score from Stu. Um, twenty to seventeen Vikings. God, and you were right Three on last week. Touchdowns and a missed extra point. Of course. Oh, uh, I know, I know. You were you were within a couple points last week, right? I mean, you were fantastic. Yeah. So, so when Stu it's says twenty seventeen, this is not some random rube off the street. This guy's an expert. This guy's a points. Savant. <laughs> no, this is this is me thinking it's going to be closer than last week because I think Houston's better than New York. Good call, uh, John. What are you thinking? I'm thinking twelve to nine, Vikings. <laughs> How do they get the two twelve, John? <laughs> two, two defensive touchdowns, touchdown. two missed extra points. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh God, what a fucking horrible game that'd be. Uh, all right, what do you got, Clarence? As you know, I am loath to pick the Vikings. Sure, sure. I haven't done it to date. No. Uh, but they have this shutdown defense. Zimmer has orchestrated. He's an architect mm. of architect of this beautiful, gorgeous defense that I love watching, and just it may, it makes me so happy. Yeah. Um, Sam Bradford playing well. Uh, they're dodging JJ Watt is hurt, um, so the offensive line, you know, doesn't uh, right. Yeah. Watt's hurt. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That Out for the year, I think. Yeah. They can they can, they can uh, you know concentrate on Clowney. Um, double up. Frano can can double up do do the double up thing. You know, maybe bring in a tight end um, to help out. Do some maybe chip. Do some chipping. I know they like to do that. Some chip blocks. Oh yeah. On Clowney. Um, and just let the defense do the work. So 
love this. Uh, quite some time. Mm. Oh. John picked the bikes. Stu picked the bikes. Um, although I hate uh, picking the bikes, I uh, yeah, I have a lot of optimism this week. Oof. Brandon, give it to me. Give it to me. This uh, you. You got me revved up, buddy. Let's hear it. Just a just a route you got, right? Oh, uh, forty-two zip. What do you got? Vikings uh, zero, Texans forty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how do they get to forty-seven? I don't know, John. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's not, you know, bloodbath. What am I, Bob Mathematica? <laughs> I don't. I don't. All right, I'm going to say Vikings 27, Houston 13. Vikings get their 27 on nine field goals. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the catch, though. 17 attempts. <laughs> nine for 17. Oh, boy. Uh, okay, I have another another thing about the NFL that's been kind of weird this year, and I don't know if it's just me, uh, before we move on to baseball. Uh, the quarterback position in general just seems to have gone just crazy haywire. I know it's only four games, but Bradford is one example of a team that's playing great and the quarterback's just okay. Uh, Prescott and Wentz are both very good somehow. Trevor Simeon was like this weird seventh round 200-and-something pick, and he was totally fine. And then he gets injured, and then the other guy comes in who's also a rookie, and then he was also good. Case Keenum won a game. I don't know. It's just been very odd. I feel like in past years, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's like there were Roethlisberger, Brady, Rodgers, Wilson, uh, you know, you name like the top eight, and then everybody else fucking sucked and was terrible and had no prayer to be good. Mm-hmm. Am I am I misremembering the past, or is just – here's the thing. Some of the smart guys have always said that the quarterback position is overrated. Not that it's not important, but it's just not as important as people say, like, that's all that matters. Are those guys right? Or is, like, the league changed enough where it's easier to be average at quarterback and you're not getting a whole lot of, like, Josh Freeman 10 for 74 attempt, you know, with six Or it's just four games into the season and it's an anomaly. Or is it an anomaly? That's what I'm just... It'll be interesting to watch. What do you think? I'm going to go with anomaly. It's been a quarterback's league for so long. It's it, you know it changed late '90s, whatever it was. Yep. Um, that good quarterbacks have relatively dominated this league. Do they win the Super Bowl every year? No, but for the most part, they have. So I would say, I like, have... what do you think? Four out of five years. The quarterback has been a very, you know, like the most important part of a, a Super significant, Bowl if not most important part. Yeah, I would say four out of five. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Okay, three out of four. So you think this is a blip, and odds are at the end of the season it'll be Seahawks, Packer, you know, like Wilson, Rogers, Roethlisberger, like those are going to be the guys kind of at the end. I'd say the number, the recent history lends itself to believe that. Yes, Does that- the last two. It's lend them unless this is a new shift, as it was at that time. You know, this is a new era of quarterbacks being not as important, and this is the beginning of it. I think after four games, it's just far too early to say. 
Well, if it was a new era of like of that change, you'd think there'd be some sort of reason, a rule change or something. Sure. Yeah. Which would make sense. It's just very weird looking at statistics of the top performing quarterbacks and and again, it's a quarter of the way through one season, but there's a lot of exceptions right now, like a dozen guys. And it's just sort of weird. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Uh, that's all I've got to say about football. Did you went? Gophers were off last weekend, so that was good. Um, well, got, yeah, <laughs> yeah it was know. nice that Gophers got another bye week. Yeah. That was very helpful. Uh, do you want to do you want to talk about do you want to talk about the Gophers? I met John John I'm sure has more to say. I'm about sure he's got a lot to get off his chest. He's got some You know, break. now that I'm in now that you mentioned it, Brandon, no, I don't want to talk about Gophers football. <laughs> I'd prefer never think about Gophers football ever again. It's just the same the same crap that always happens with Gopher football team. I don't even I, you you look at it, and after 25 years of this, you start to think, why do I even bother? Why do I even bother with this team? It's always going to be the same crap. Why? You know, have you ever uh, answered that my, question, John? Because I honestly don't know. <laughs> no, because I don't. I I just am not good at answering questions like that. Sure. sure. Um, I was at my dad's 70th birthday party on Saturday, and uh, you know we're That's having a good time. We're at the the other place in um, Hector, Minnesota, right on the highway. Um, he's got you know his buddies who he used to work at the phone company with, and you know, he's just having a good old time. And we finally, so yeah, the Gophers are on. We should maybe throw the game on on one of the TVs and uh, put it on right um, with like two minutes left in the game, and just basically got to see the you know the greatest hits of Gopher football, where they <laughs> you know just you know completely collapse down the stretch, and you know the. The overtime was such a fade to come play that it's just so did I I'm just curious did I miss any other was that pretty much the whole game John or um, well it doesn't really matter what happened in the rest of the game Penn State okay, wasn't I just, I just, good I didn't know if the kept game or if Penn State was any good or, mm, no I wouldn't say that there was a well played it game. just looked like two mid-level Big Ten teams you know trying to see who could lose the game faster and the Gophers found a way, as they want to do. I think the best part of the game, as it turned out, came from one of my friends who couldn't watch the game because he was at something for his daughter. And so he was following the game on his ESPN score app and was getting notifications. And for some reason, at after the Gophers kicked a field goal in overtime, it sent him a notification that said, final score, Gophers 26, Penn State 23 overtime. And he didn't find out till the next day that the Gophers had actually lost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the ultimate, the ultimate delayed stomach puncher. He's like, "Wait a second, what? No, they won. I, I saw it on the score app. They said there were no notifications. Said they didn't send a correction. It just said final, final. The Gophers won twenty six to twenty three. Nobody cared enough to even send out a correction. They're like, <laughs> I just. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. No one's fo- no one's getting notified about this game anyway. <laughs> I've never experienced that. I don't even know what mentally that would feel like. Like I just I already celebrated and partied and had a great time. I don't even know how yep. to deal with this. I really enjoyed it. I was I was excited about them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I John, I you know, I missed the game so I'm I can't wallow with you, but uh yikes. Same goddamn thing. Okay, uh 
So let's look forward because we should not look back. Let's just continue to look forward with Gopher football. They play Saturday, 11 a.m. start, I believe. Is that right? They all are. Okay. Let's just go with that then. Seems 11 like. a.m. Uh, they're playing the hated Iowa Hawkeyes. I think that's uh, at home, which is good. So the, the smart guys at ESPN that do FPI, I talk about this every week, have Minnesota as the 62nd best team in college and Iowa as the 39th best team. So 39 versus 62. And so that should somewhat even it out. So you would think looking at that, that the game should be within about three points, but I'm guessing John, you're going to tell me you think Iowa is going to win by like 30. I don't know. Cause Iowa doesn't exactly blow anybody care back either. So I, I assume the Gophers will be winning 42 to nothing at halftime and lose 45 to 42. Cause that's where we're at again. 45, 42 prediction. I'm, I can't argue with that. That sounds great. Not great. Uh, Brandon, in that ranking, where do they have my NDSU Bison? All right. We're going to look it up. ESPN, FPI. Uh, Your Bison. Uh, Come on, Internet. The Bison. Uh, They are not ranked. Because, oh, typical, typical big city media. Big city. <laughs> Overlooking my bison. Yep. Well, you see, here's the thing, Clarence. They're not a real football team. Yeah. that's I, they, they do point out this Son is only me. actual football teams. Yeah, so, this is a ranking for big-time football teams. Big time. The, if they're not a real football team, then what is Josh Duhamel tweeting about, John? I assume he's on drugs. <laughs> uh, According to the advertisements I see in the Skyway downtown, some kind of military enactment thing that he's participating in. I apparently the second most fun thing you can do in North Dakota involves going to an old port and putting on a uniform or something like that. That's Transformers, John. That's a movie. Mm-hmm. That's not. That's not, not real. real. I I. I, I, I try not to pay attention to really anything that happens in North Dakota. Cause Do they really not include the Bison in that ranking because they're not in the yeah. F- yep. this FTD is, or whatever? That yeah, this FBS. This is only the 128 from the whatever. So, hmm. I'm sorry. I mean, 50th? Is that – would you take 50th? I don't have – I don't – I really don't care. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Okay, are we done with Gopher, Gopher football? Yes. Yes, we are. All right, Clarence, give me your secondary teams in the MLB playoffs. <laughs> well, the Orioles, uh-huh, the, uh-huh. the Mets. Orioles and Mets, okay. <clears> All right. Didn't, didn't tough... work out very well. No, no. Son of a bitch. Uh, so I'm... I'm nervous to even name another team because it's not going very well. You like uh, the, the Rangers? You like another one? Yeah, <laughs> they're in trouble. Did you like the uh, you like the Orioles because they just hit dongs? You just love the massive dingers that they I, always because hit? they're in the NL East and they're kind of got the you know they got the Yankees and the Red Sox up against them and vanquish their and they're foes. the Orioles. 
Yeah, they're great. They're the Orioles. Sure. And it's, they're just not Baltimore versus the Red Sox and the Yankees. It's not a fair fight. Yeah. I like that they put up a fight. And you like the Rangers um, over the Blue Jays because that one guy punched the other guy. Absolutely. That you is like, the only reason. You like when that. guys get sensitive yep. and, get, and, and let their emotions take over. I like that Joey Bats got punched right square in the fucking mush. I just loved it. Like with a real right hook. Not a fake NBA-like fight. Like a real punch. Stupid oh. asshole displaying joy. Ugh. Not a slap fight. Real punch. Okay. Boston right versus Cleveland. I'm guessing you got a Cleveland here, right? Cleveland. Absolutely. Yep. And as I, as I say it, Boston just deposited one in the fucking right field bleachers. So I, sh- I, can't, I have to stop to. naming the teams because this <laughs> is getting out of hand. Literally, as we're talking about it, I don't even know who it was. They no. just hit our... Um, friend, of, friend of the program, Matt Wells, is at the uh, game. So, yeah, you kind of had to figure that uh, Boston was going to win that one just because he's well, a Cleveland fan and nothing good Cleveland can ever happen to Cleveland ever. Cleveland's up. They're up 5-4, but, oh, man... Now I'm getting nervous. Can you, can you just talk for a second about how Iowa's your team in the Iowa-Minnesota game on Saturday? <laughs> I I can't do that, John. Even though okay, I good. even if it guaranteed a win, I I don't think I could do it. That's good. That's that's the that's the correct response. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Say three nice things about Iowa and you'll guarantee the golfers win. Nope. Won't do it. They still can't do it. Won't nope. do it for a second. Well, will not be a part of that, sir. Not interested. Not interested. Say three nice things about Iowa or eat a taco. Well, I'll take the taco, I'm afraid. Hmm. Oh, boy. Well, but yeah, that's all. Can I some... see on Twitter that you like, that you like Greek food, food, Clarence? I don't like it, but it's... Uh, but you really need it. I was asked what I would order off of this Greek menu. Yeah, I will eat that. Yeah, I will. I prefer not to. Mm, I like Greek well, food. Well, that was, that was surprising because I know you hate ethnic food, but Greek food is no, ethnic food. I, I don't hate ethnic food. Ethnic food, as a general rule, just gets worse the further away you are from Rome, Italy. And Greek, Greece isn't, like, super far from, from Rome. <laughs> I love that definition. That's absolutely perfect. So, like, how, about you, how do you feel about sauerkraut? Yuck. Okay. So that's too, Germany is too far from Rome, Italy. I don't mm. think you're going to get a whole lot of defenders of German food, just in general. No, 
No, you're not. Uh, <laughs> I like, German, I like sausage. Like, uh, yuck. I like bratwurst. I like sauerkraut. Mm. I like um, potatoes. I'm running out of German food. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, going to live there. Uh, <laughs> I like potatoes. Yeah, strictly German. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the NL. Dodgers, Nationals. I'm guessing oh, you like the Nationals. You got to love the Nats. I don't like them, no. But okay. I, I hate large payroll teams more. And they're the they're like lapping other teams for payroll. The they're it's not even yet yeah, exponentially higher than most teams. So yeah, I can't go for the Dodgers. Okay, and then the Giants versus the Cubbies. <laughs> this is a tough one. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to go Cubs because that feels like a bandwagon deal. But then Can't also San Francisco, there's fucking assholes keep winning, and even though they've had like the worst team in the playoffs three years and they won it, fuck. Uh, and it's it's San Francisco. Oh, and you hate San Francisco, <laughs> the big city feels. They got trolleys oh. and just transportation everywhere. I can't imagine what you're going through right now mentally. I mean, Metallica is pretty awesome, and like and Journey, is fine. Uh huh. Uh huh. But rest of the town, I don't know. <laughs> big, big, big ass goofy hill where you like drive around the shrubs, or that's just fucking stupid. It is dumb. That's your, that's your thing. Yeah. What's that called? Lombard Street, something like that. I don't. Yes. It's kind of the whole, yeah. Yeah, that's that's stupid. Um, come in Duluth, do that. Fucking in February, see how you do. I've done it, and I hated it. Crash in the Lake Superior. Yeah. Then we'll see who's laughing. Uh, I don't know. I suppose Giants. Oh, boy. Yikes. All right, I got... I can't uh, pull for the Cubs. Yeah. Cubbies and Jays. That's who I want. The little... The tiny Bears oh, versus yuck. the Bluebirds. I love the Jays. God, love them so much. Poochie. He's just the poochiest poochie that's ever poochied. <laughs> well, I poochied first, and then others sort of took my... followed po- the the original poochie, the OP. Is that possible? In what sense? Expand on those thoughts. That's the end of one. That's all I can. That's it? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <Is> no explanation? <laughs> well, maybe like everybody. Maybe I love the Cubs right the day they hired Theo Epstein, right? And then when they sucked, <laughs> I was always like, because that's when the, the franchise started then. And then even though they sucked for two years, I was the guy that was like, I don't care, guys. These guys are going to be good. And then now they're good, and I was the first person to say that. So maybe I was the original Poochie, and everybody else was like, I'm the, I'm the OP, and they're follower Poochies. I have not thought this through. No, that okay. doesn't. Yeah, no. Nope. You're right. That's bad. Uh, I got a quick sport of recommends before we move on, and we have to Hey, my football rules. <laughs> Uh, quick recommendation, uh, the great Michael Schur, who's the creator of Parks and Rec and the new Good Place, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the start of Fire Joe Morgan. He's kind of my hero. 
wrote a piece on Mike Trout this week in Slate that I think uh, you guys should check out. It really talks about how Mike Trout is essentially Mickey Mantle. Like he's just as good as any player that has ever lived at that age in the history of baseball. No exaggeration. This guy is unbelievable. And he's like, nobody knows who he is. Nobody can name one characteristic about him. Couldn't pick him out of a lineup. And he just sort of tries to break down the reasoning of why the best player easily in major league baseball um, for five straight years is, is anonymous. And he kind of gets into the regionalism or the localism of baseball and how boring Anaheim is, or they're, you know, they're not a national team, whatever. Anyway, it's it's a super interesting look that I thought was a, a good thing about the the state of MLB because I think people argue about Major League Baseball's popularity all the time, right? It's like if you want to see it as being as popular as ever, you can point to 10 factors. And if you want to say it's dying, you can point to 10 other factors. And he kind of goes on both sides of those two. So um, anyway, so Google Mike Trout Slate or something. I don't know. You can figure it out. Will do. So, so take a look. Okay, let's move on to other sports. Let's. I want to hear five minutes on the Minnesota Wild. Can anybody give that to me? Sure. Um, they play in St. Paul. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm writing this and all they down. They have a new coach. Um, his name's Bruce Bartlett. Bruce Bartlett Used to be the that Secretary the of Commerce. Yep. That was the president of '94. So um, change of pace, but still similar responsibilities. He um, benches all the guys who don't try hard, so nobody skates anymore. That's so what I got. He just cut everybody. It's yeah. I, I honestly, I know what I know from uh, Dave Marthaler's tweeting about it. So that's <laughs> he's, Dave he is one of the main wild news sources. Dave's Twitter account at Dave MRTH. That's where you get all your good <laughs> wild news. So he loves tryhards. I saw a tweet today. Is that what we're that's saying? How, that's how I knew they were practicing again, and that's what I know about the Wild. So you may want to go to John or Clarence for more in-depth information, but I'm pretty sure that's a good skim. Nope, I think that's perfect. Let's move on to basketball. Uh, no, does anybody? Sure, do you guys have any? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it's just I'm having a hard time getting excited about the Wild because. All they did was they bought out Thomas Vanek because he was terrible last year, and they signed one of the Stahl brothers. I'm pretty sure it's Eric. I'm, I'm, I would say I'm 85 percent at this point sure that it's Eric Stahl, and not one of the other Stalls that is now the Wild's number one center. And the only reason I'm kind of excited about that is because Bruce Brusteau was finally the Wild have a coach that came in as like Miko Koivu who's not the number one center. We don't have to pretend that Miku Koivu is playing on the top line anymore. Eric Stahl is the number one center. Uh, Parisi and Charlie Coyle are going to be on the wings of the first line. And then Koivu, who's still a captain, is going to be the center of the second line or the third line or whatever else. We don't need to keep quit. We don't need to keep coddling this guy. I'd be like, oh, yeah, Miko, you're definitely on the number. You're definitely on the top line. I know that... The forwards on either side of you are Ryan Carter and a trash barrel. But <laughs> yeah, that's the number one line tonight. That was, that's just how these things go. That's the first line, and uh, we'll get you in on the power play, too. No problem, Miko. You're definitely the number one center. I don't know why that was so important for so long, but at least Bruce Doe has gotten past that. But, I mean, other than that, it's 
the same wild team. There's nothing really to get excited about. You can talk yourself into Nino being better and Charlie Coyle being better and Baby Deer, Mikhail Gramlin being better. And you can talk yourself into all these things, but it's still hard to look at them and be like, yep, this is definitely a Stanley Cup team. Uh, so that's my that's my wild update. You basically just changed like eleven think, words from last year's preview. <laughs> yep, pretty much. That's uh, that's about it. I think it's a good it's a good preview. The it's a team that's difficult. It's difficult to get worked up about a team whose biggest offseason acquisition, whether it be a free agent or a trade or bringing in you know like a rookie. Um, their biggest off-season acquisition was a old, round, bald man. It, it, their biggest <laughs> off-season acquisition was a coach. Yeah, that's it, it must be said that he is—he is the roundest man in America <laughs> right now. Perfect. Circle. Everything about him is perfectly circular. His head like, is like, like a snowman. His, his, if you're teaching, if you're teaching a four-year-old to draw a person, you just start with Bruce Brusco. <laughs> like the, draw a circle for his head. Draw a bigger circle for his body. Oh, there's a top view. Draw the draw the circle, little circle inside the big circle. It looks exactly the same from any direction. That's their biggest addition of the season, which is fine. But I, they got the stall brother, whatever one it was. Bathroom, bathroom stall. And yep. Bruce Boudreaux. That's a bad joke. Well, you, I, I'd like us to I'm, use it all I'm, hang, I'm hanging up. <laughs> nice try. Okay. That well, was bad. That's, uh, so that's the wild. That's the wild. They start, they start the wild breakdown. Wild breakdown. I, we're recording this on a Thursday night. Their first regular season game is next Thursday. And... What? It's just it's it's real hard to be optimistic or or pessimistic. They're not going to be the worst team in the in the central division, but it's just yeah yeah. They're in does any NHL middling purgatory? Does anything so stick they out? Probably they probably should make the playoffs. Does anything stick out from an NHL storyline perspective outside of the Wild that's going to be? worth sort of paying attention to the, uh, the maple leaves the maple leaves ought to be absolutely terrible that's always fun okay mm-hmm. that's not a great first answer um any powerhouse any new guy anything just try to just draw me into the to the nhl can you can you get me there everybody's really excited about Connor mcdavid but he's he's a second in best player in the league so. He's the second best player battle. in the league. Second best. Something battle happened to him. He's no. There's nothing he's like, I could say that would get Brandon excited about the. And that's it, true. There's not one. I could be like, well, well, actually, the number one, uh, number one center for the Montreal Canadiens is uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. It, even that, you'd be like, I'm, I'd tune mm, in. Nah, they'll pass. Well, uh, they've introduced rocket skates. Rocket skates are a thing now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was my idea, so nah. I would want to see that through. I, I totally invented nah, rocket skates. Nah. I'm going to watch Rubio videos on YouTube. Look at that. It's rain the hands. Uh, well, you could have said, like, they, the nets are bigger, and they're playing four on four, and there's three pucks on the ice the entire time. I'd be into that. 
Yeah, that'd be cool. Multi kind of multi puck. Shit, yeah. That's the kind of thing that people totally. who people who don't watch hockey suggest to make hockey better, and then they wouldn't watch it anyway. Yeah. No, one of the diehards I saw said, like, legitimately, just make the net three inches bigger on each side, and everybody would be happy. He's a diehard. Nobody would. Ha- I wouldn't be happy. No, no. Not everybody. Any change with besides people who hate change, like people who. You know, you could draw in a few more fans, and it wouldn't be so much bigger that you'd be like, "This is a different sport." They, you know, it's like twenty-seven to twenty. You know, like it wouldn't be that many points. Maybe the. I I don't know. I'm not me. It's not me. You don't be done. Okay. That's fine. I want changes. Any change that would make you happy, I'm automatically against. (laughs) You're such. (laughs) You are. You make fun of Poochie, and you're the exact same anti Poochie. You're anti Poochie, no matter what. I would move. I would move any franchise that is south of St. Louis to just any minor city in Canada. Give that, yeah. God damn. Now we're talking. Yeah, or like one of the, the or, or an American state that shares a border with Canada. Well, this is Brandon, how do you feel about that? I think like Moose Jaw, Moose Helena, Montana, Pocatello, yeah, Idaho, the Moose Jaw Bastard Lions Dune. or something. Why Brandon, how do you feel about Scotia have a team? You know I, how I feel about the Maritimes. I am completely in favor of the Maritimes on this podcast. <laughs> and Halifax does not have a goddamn hockey team. They don't. They don't. They might have a minor league team, but other than that, Halifax gets they a dick. <laughs> when is somebody going to do something for Halifax? Where are you on that one, Justin Trudeau? Mm-hmm. Being all yeah. shirtless and pretty, but Halifax doesn't get dick. Dick. Sorry, I, I didn't. Again, the Maritimes is a sore subject. I know. We. I, I feel like we. You guys I feel like this. we go through this every week. Well, I think we've named two yeah. episodes after my love of the Maritimes. So I don't know that we can go for a third. So someone's gonna have to come up with a better title here in the next thirty minutes or so. Whoops! I forgot Oof. to write down titles. Um, to get back to your question, Clarence, I love it. The Nova Scotia. I'm against it. Damn it! Fuck. I am in favor of more pizza places. Hmm? I am too. I'm against it. <laughs> a horrible s- idea. A s- uh, pick up the Savoy Inn in St. In St. Paul, the original. Pick it up. Move it down to Cannon Falls. Drop it down. Same owners, same recipe, same cooks, everything. Right in just get it closer to south. That's what I'm in favor of. Cannon Falls doesn't need it. They got the they got Charlie's Pizza. Dudley's. You good enough with Dudley's? Dudley's? I, that's what it's called. Uh, yep, that's called Dudley's. Um, Brandon, I'm against it. <laughs> oh well, gave it a whirl. All right, Anti Pucci. Who's the? I don't even know who the. Uh, there wasn't. Uh, I don't remember that Simpsons episode. Wish there was like an anti poochie that we could call you. Oh well. Can I, I ask Clarence and John a hockey question, Brandon? I'd okay. love if you did. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on the Don Lucia extension? Ooh. I recuse myself. Uh I, do the Gophers I, I, still have a hockey team? <laughs> I'm confused why they did they did anybody that's uh, you know not on the ins an unbiased opinion on why they gave it to him? What was 
um, if you're if you're into the like the palace intrigue between House Nanny and House Lucia, one would assume that House Lucia yeah. has the ear of the new AD instead of House Nanny. That's my only guess. Well, he can have the ear, but it doesn't necessarily mean you got to hand out an extension. Are we sure Joe Macheri didn't give Lucia a 14 year extension before he left, and we're just finding out about a one year? No, that's a reasonable explanation. That's why I don't have to like <laughs> Perfectly it, reasonable. and I don't. But at least it's an explanation. I mean, he he didn't have one year left on his deal or anything like that. So what? What did he have know, left? Two years? Did. Three years? Uh, I don't know. I don't he actually did have. I think he actually did have one year left on his deal. So it was well, one year. maybe that's it then. Most so they needed to do something here in over. Hmm. Maybe he was. I don't know. It seems fishy. How how big of an extension? I haven't paid any attention. How big of an extension was it, Stu? Sixty million years, I believe. Two two years, uh, sixty million a year. I would guess into the end of the decade. How much a year? Sixty million. I did not see numbers. <laughs> I don't know. Did you say sixty million? <laughs> sixty million a year. You're just player option. Brandon just wants. Brandon needs some good radio right now. Player Brandon option. will do anything. Okay. He's he's the university president. He's in charge of your house. He's they're taking it for a minute. It's so mean. Uh, Gonna run all the We'll let you run right through your backyard. Oh well, yeah. Bring the troops. Bring them all. Okay, let's move on to the Minnesota Wild. John, did you have, or I'm sorry, the Minnesota Wolves. John, did you have something you wanted to say about the Wolves? No, I just, I got three things I'm excited about with three the Wolves. Three things I, you're excited about. This more than you've had since you, we've started this podcast. You've never had three things you're excited this about. Is more this more than is... I've had since, I would say, 2005, 2004, 2005, somewhere in there. Good Lord. All right, here's what I got for you. Number one, I'm excited that the Wolves seem like they're going to have more than five players on their roster this year. Last year, they had a bunch of players who I don't think they, they didn't seem like they were aware that when they were on the court, they also had to try to prevent the other team from scoring. Correct. They, they were not, and I'm just excited yeah. that they have, they, they seem to have like some competent guys for their backups. So when, some of their starters sit down and rest, it won't go from, oh, the Timberwolves are up by three to, oh, the Timberwolves are down by 24. Somehow in the last three minutes, the other team has gone on a 27 to two run. Yes. The Timberwolves bench was much so, like a Ron, a Ron Garden hire bench in 2007. Just, yeah, just not four guys. Josh, it was just all Josh. Basketball <laughs> Josh Rabe, as far as the eye can see. <laughs> Light-hitting utility infielders and the third catcher who, who didn't actually know how to play catcher. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was just Josh Rabe, Rene Rivera, just all all of the Rene characters were the criminal fan. Oh, God, to some. Rene Tyner. There's <laughs> a bunch of guys named Rene. It's just... Mm-hmm. So, Brandon, you're you're more involved in this than I am, but it looks like their second unit is going to be something. Cole Aldrich will be there, and Brandon Rush, and those guys are both competent veteran players, and probably Chris Dunn, the the draft pick, who everyone seems to be excited about at this point, and probably maybe Bozzi, and I don't know who else would be on that unit. Yeah, you've got most of them. Probably uh, B. Jelly as well, Belitza. Yeah, be jelly. And I think it's important to note that 
Adrian Payne is nowhere on that list of players that I just named. Yeah, not he's only a is terrible... he not in that second unit, he's also not the starting power forward either. He might not make the team. That's how bad he is. Yeah, yeah. So that's is that so your that's how many things it's, is it's that? Just exciting. To... That's one. That's, that's number one. one thing I'm excited about. Just that broad, broadly competent one through ten. Perfectly. The second thing I'm excited about is I think it's going to be exciting to watch Tibbs fall in love with Ricky Rubio, just as we all have fallen in love with Ricky Rubio. Because right now they're just feeling each other out. First couple of dates, not real sure. And eventually he'll just come come to love Ricky in the way that you and I and all of Minnesota have come to love Ricky. And who knows, they just hired a new shooting coach, and maybe Ricky can shoot this year. Who knows what will happen with that. We say it every year. It's one of my favorite things to say. It doesn't happen, but I love saying it. Yep. <laughs> New shooting coaches here. He's a, he's a disciple of another guy I've never heard of. Ch- Chip England, which is for sure I, I made up. I went to I went to Twitter. I went to Twitter to ask our jump shooting expert Sean Fury about this, and he didn't know anything either. But he did say that uh, in in shooting coach circles, the chance to coach Ricky Rubio and potentially make him into a decent jump shooter is like the Moby Dick white whale <laughs> yeah. for shooting coaches. Yeah, I can totally it's just see like, that. It's the one thing that nobody can do. And if you can fix Ricky Rubio, then you can do it all. I agree with you, though. I think it's a good point. I can see uh, Thibodeau and Rubio being a little bromance ruining because they're just so smart about basketball. So. I love it. I love it. Love that number it'll just, two. It'll just develop the the more it goes, and I, I'm just excited about that. If you're out on the road, feeling lonely and so cold. Sorry, I think they'll watch Gilmore Girls together. Oh, that's what it is. Gilmore Girls. Man, I was wondering. Sorry. Boy, that, I, you could, I mean... There's a lot of things that I understand, and that reference wasn't one of them. <laughs> Sorry. We're blaming you, John. All right, what's your number three? Hi. <laughs> um, boy, what is my number three? I can't remember my number three. It's got to be something more important than the second unit, though. It's probably just Carl Anthony Towns. Yep, yep, totally. I, that's yep, a good I number think three. That's, <laughs> that's the perfect one. I mean, we're all excited for Carl Anthony Towns, and it'll just... It'll be nice to see him again, broadly surrounded by competent people. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, he is just about ready to light the world on fire, which means, I mean, you know, he'll probably have his Achilles torn by next week. Leg amputation, some sort of weird meningitis. or I mean, who knows? Who knows what's amazing? He's helping with the harvest somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Run over by a tractor. And I, I think it's important to note at this point, like they they always talk about the the State of the Union address and some secretary or something or other has to stay back from the speech. The designated survivor continue. What's that? The designated survivor. Keep Exactly, designated survivor. What I'm saying is, Sam Bradford and Carl Anthony Towns can never be in the same room together. Fair. Can't be in a car together. They can never be in the same place. Just keep them apart. Yep. Couple For blocks all of our sanity. Couple blocks at least, just in general. Yeah, at least. That's great, John. Those are three right, really good things to be excited That's my Kimberl's excitement. Well, we can 
talk about them at length later or not or not if you want to uh but it I should honestly, be a pretty exciting with, when i saw the when i saw the wild was starting next week when I, when I saw that the Wild was starting next week, I assumed the Timberwolves were also starting next week, and I just looked it up, and it turned out they don't start till like, November. So Yep. Yep. That's correct. It's going to be a few weeks. So we've got some time. And, uh, I, you know, as we've been talking here, Clarence just texted me and said he feels terrible, but he doesn't have his notes complete on his preview for the Wolves. So I think we should just push this back until next week or the following week so he can really get all of his thoughts together. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. He was he was planning on doing a top fifty things he's excited about. He's only at like forty two, forty three right now. So, you know, everybody gets busy. So we'll do that later. Uh, but it'll be a it should be a pretty fun season in general with the NBA. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Let's go. I don't think we have anything else for a sports lightning round besides the links. John, give us a links update. They uh, kick some serious uh, ass. They're in the finals. Like I think. I think they were in the finals last week, but um, they are playing Los Angeles in the finals because mm-hmm. the WNBA got rid of the conferences, and so now it's the two Western teams playing in the finals. And I, I don't know if you can bet. John, these two teams don't the, like each other. Is there any love I, lost, John? That's fair to say. Has love been lost? Is that you know? I would I would say when you look at the amount of love that's been lost between these two teams, there's really been no love lost between these teams. That, that still, I know that's what you're supposed to say. That, that still doesn't perfectly make sense to me. Shouldn't all the love have been lost between them? Yeah, maybe, but no love lost is the way to say it. Hmm. Hmm. I don't get, this has been cliche etymology. Yeah. Here on the Sporta Podcast. All right, let's wrap up with one last question. John, can you confirm you're still alive? Uh, so far. So far, still alive. Okay. I, Wait a minute. Are, are we, is this dad talk? Is this dad podcast time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure you're alive. That's my only question so far that I've formulated for dad chat. This has been, it's been a long week. Um, I'm not going to lie, it's been a real long week. So are you, so you have not done the standard dad move of just sleep through the night. Is that what you're telling me right now? Uh, I did. I did that a lot because other people were here for a while. Oh, like, yeah. uh, my wife's mom was in town for a while. And so he would help with the middle of the night feedings that I would guiltily, but thankfully just sleep through the night. Well, that's not happening this week. So I'm getting up in the middle of the night, which is, Fine. I mean, I'm not. I'm not getting one hour of sleep or anything like that. But I'm still. I would call my days pretty ineffective, and most of the time, I just think about how much I'd like to sleep. That's hmm. pretty much it. Yeah, that's that's not unfamiliar. Yeah, it's like I remember in high school when that was a time in all of our lives when you could have slept for 16 hours a day. Sure. And I remember getting up in the morning and thinking to myself all right, I'm going to plan out which classes I can sleep through today because I'm tired and it just sounds like nothing better. Well, I could, I got study hall that hour. I could sleep that hour. That one, I don't think we're doing anything. I could sleep through that class. And I'd never end up sleeping through the classes because eventually I'd wake up. But that's sort of how I feel like when I'm on the bus going to work, just like, when could I sleep today? I have a meeting from here. After that, I could sleep for a while. 
And the bathroom's usually, nobody's in the bathroom during this time. So I could definitely sleep in the bathroom, like on the toilet for a couple hours. <laughs> That'd be all right. Yeah. Well, geez. Those are the kind of thoughts I have now. You are... Yeah, it's gonna get worse before it gets better. I'm living. Buddy. I'm living what all of you have lived before, and I, I see yeah. all of you are still alive. So I assume that I too. You will can. Survive this you time. can stay alive, but it. But it definitely sounds like you're getting up more often than I got up. When we were in the thir- first three months, Danielle was sort of like the. You can sleep through the night because you got to go to work. But after three months, then we're gone half seas here, and then I would handle all the other shit when I got home. I mean, it wasn't fun, but I would dishes, laundry, etc. but I was still sleeping. So it sounds like you are a much better human being than me. So... All the dishes are out of the yard, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of paper plates. We've but... gotten... We've... Yeah. I just dug a hole in the backyard. I've been throwing them off the deck. Sure. Well, sure. Yeah. Lisa's so dirty. She hasn't noticed Clean up the kitchen with like a spray hose. Pressure pressure. Yeah. Yeah, them back there, and hopefully I can buy enough by the time she recovers that she'll never notice what happened to our dishes. Yeah, I think uh, I. I mean, I. I'm exaggerating a little bit. I do remember being super tired with the first one and the second one. One thing that's been a thing for me after having two is I have to have my little like uh, little quiet time. I need like ten minutes a day of just having no nobody around me so sometimes i'll leave work a little bit earlier than i would normally and then get to my son's preschool to pick him up and then i'll just like sit in the car for 10 minutes just all by myself in the parking lot and it's the fucking greatest just 10 minutes that to read something nothing just just complete silence you know and i it's the most cliched thing ever was back in the day when like the dad would get home and then he'd just like start screaming and yelling at everybody to like shut up and get him his scotch and his slippers and his newspaper. But I kind of can see where that dad's coming from now from the forties. Now that I am a dad, I just need like <laughs> the 10 minutes, you know, like I, I think that guy, instead of coming in and needing his slippers, should have just sat in the car for a few minutes. So I would say if you can ever find like your little, me time wherever it is uh just carve some of that out if possible because that that is the most important 10 minutes i think of my existence at this point yep and if you don't get it you're fine i got a fairly long public transportation ride both in the morning and the evening oh yeah that's just a really nice time to not have a single thought no the big city feels feeling great amongst the bunch yeah it's oh don't get me wrong clarence it's terrible but at least I don't have to think about anything. Take what you can get at that point. Except what's that smell? Except what's that guy doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonder what that guy's thinking about as he masturbates next to me on this bus. <laughs> Hope it's not me. He's staring at me a lot, but I don't think not he's me. Did. <laughs> If it is me, I hope he's picturing somebody else. He's got kind of a thousand-yard stare going, and I think he's not really seeing me. The drugs are probably... One eye is looking They're probably working. The other eye is looking the other direction. I do miss the bus for those stories. Uh, Okay, so that's all... My favorite part of the bus is when it just takes a a detour for no reason. (laughs) That's really fun. Yeah, no one has any clue what's happening. And everybody just... 
the palpable sense of panic among the people on the bus as it takes a right turn where it normally does not turn. Oh yeah, I remember it's that. Just, it's like, oh, takes them on two wheels. <laughs> Yeah. yeah it's like what are what are we doing why are we going this way there's no detour what are you doing and but like nobody wants to get up and ask the bus driver where are we going right now oh god no never it's just it's a disaster he could be going 60 miles an hour toward like a lake and i'd be like okay okay yep this is gonna work out fine. right clearly something's going on here <laughs> yeah yeah oh boy uh all right we are coming up on our time limit that i have imposed for some reason so we need to get moving any any parting words last shots hot takes that we didn't get to tonight uh go for hockey starts this week and they they play st cloud this year and they played i, I really couldn't care less if they lose every big 10 game as long as they beat north dakota twice and beat st cloud state twice and i think they played duluth in a two-game series they beat duluth twice that's really all that matters. Yeah, you guys have a really good shot of competing with the other um, big programs in the state. John, do you keep Mary track Elder of really, really plucky? I, I really I look forward to what you guys can do this year. John, it sounds like you're just pretending the WCHA still exists. Are you keeping like manual statistics for yourself? That's exactly for, like, its what own? I'm doing. You should start a website of like. That's correct, Brent. I got WCHA a little. I got a little standings board in my basement yeah. here. <laughs> I'm just keeping track of the games between the WC, the old WCHA and no other games. It's, a, it's kind of an unbalanced schedule. There's, like a, there's but, a cup. John, why don't you do this online and then you should keep keep track of the actual games that should exist and then have to play like a video game to fill in all the other ones and then you can crown a champion and send a trophy. <laughs> just Just mail a trophy to whatever team ends up winning. I bet you get a lot of people that were into that. Break into the locker room, get a a (laughs) your press pass. Yeah, hand present it. it, Have your brother hold the hold the camera. Fake microphone. Sure, you're not allowed in this locker room. I don't know where you got this cup. If North North Dakota wins, put like a little Luftwaffe uh, symbol on it, so they know it's for them. You're not allowed in the locker room. Uh, I'm the commissioner of the WCHA, so yeah, I am allowed wherever I feel like being asshole. Yeah, the the co commissioners of the WCHA. Did you guys see? Did you guys see the stories about the racist Snapchats at the University of North Dakota? Boy, there was a story nobody saw coming. Wow, no way! At North Dakota. Oh no! Boy, there's no precedent whatsoever for this. How were they? In what way were they racist? Do I even want to know? Were they anti-Semitic uh, or were they making fun of Native Americans? The, what I path did they take? Was, what was it? Door number one or door number two? Chef? It was. It, if I recall correctly, it was four North Dakota students it with was. blackface on. Oh Jesus! And oh, hashtag no. Black Lives Matter. Oh no! No no no! So door that, number three. Door number three. We didn't even expect door number three. They have a whole history of other racist things that they could have drawn on. Yep, they, they just pissed that away. They're branching out on their racism. All the bad will they built up over the years. Oh, come Burn on. it down. Burn it all that, down. My, my bison would not do that. The bison would not do that. No, the nope. bison are good. Are good people. The bison are good people. The the do hamels are bad. God, it's almost. Let me see. It's October sixth, so we're like three weeks away from having to re-explain why blackface is bad to people who have it for Halloween costumes. The worst time of the year. <laughs> Every year, what? Why? Why don't like? Why isn't this okay? Just, oh my god! You just born? Are you just born? Oh, I can't wait! Do not! I can't don't, wait! Just don't! 
Uh, just don't. Why is it that important it's to so you? So easy not to. <laughs> There's so many ideas. It's so easy not to. So many ideas. Oh, it's going to be <laughs> There's the worst. so many things you don't need to do. No, I know. <laughs> it's less effort to not do that. Yeah, so just take the lazy way out like the rest of us. <laughs> Jesus. All right. All right. I think uh, now that we've gotten that out of our system, we should probably get moving. Uh, all right. Cool. Well, we'll uh, talk next week. I love it. Goodbye. Later, boys. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work.